Hello and welcome to Awakening Soul Circle. And we are your hosts, Cheryl and Dagmar. Join us while we talk about everyday themes from a spiritual point of view. Hey, Dagmar. How are you going today? Hi, Cheryl. A bit Cheryl outside. Oh, isn't it? It's awful. It's, yeah, I'm glad we're inside. Hey, while I was waiting for you, I've had a candle lit for this particular podcast about spirits and my candle blew out just all on its own, all on its own. And and I thought, I'm not touching it. (laughs) What's going on? So I've asked for protection so that we've got only only positive positive energy, positive spirits here. Yeah, I think it's going to be a bit of a fun one. Really Mm. interesting. What about you? How's things going? Yeah, good. As I said, just a bit cold outside, so it's nice to be inside. And um, my house is due to be cleansed again. I've got my smudge stick ready. Um, I just do that sometimes. Do you do a lot of smudging? And Yeah, and, and I, I do. I, I use a lot of, um, I can cleanse the house with Reiki symbols. And I quite oh, okay. often do that. I use that if I know I've got somebody that's a bit sensitive to smells. I'll go and cleanse the house with Reiki symbols. But I also do smudging as well. So because I love okay. I love that myself. Yeah. You know, a friend of mine um, has got her horses in an old dairy, and that used to be part to a to a stud. And she said they would often drop off mares with bowls and not tell the stud manager that they had arrived and they would just be over there and just die because they had no food and water. And she's got her horses in there now and she's always had issues with health issues and different things. So she asked me to come up and I just did a cleansing and she said, yeah, the energy definitely shifted after that. There was just something hanging around. Definitely, yeah. If you don't believe in this, um, I'm sorry for you, but the further you delve into all of this, it's fascinating and reassuring also at the same time. Yeah, and the thing is, well, you you can just cleanse it with good intentions. It doesn't matter if there's nothing there. Correct. Yeah, um, but yeah, I love sage, so I just love just smudging it with sage and mm. just putting the good intentions in there, and that just gives me a great feeling. But yeah, I don't know. I don't really experience a lot of negative stuff. Some no. people they talk about all these negative energies, and a friend of mine, she's always oh, and this animal is is um, obsessed and wants to do something to me, and. And it's all about negativity. And I just think if you live that way, you're somehow attracting it as well. Well, you are. You're putting it out there, aren't you? Yeah, you're putting it Absolutely. out there. So it'll come back to you. So yes. it makes total sense. Do you have a lot of experience with negative energy? I don't really. I, not really. I have walked into places where you can definitely feel a heavy negative presence and I've felt that I've had to protect myself. So yeah. I've put a message out there to the angels to white light me, to protect me. And also I've used my Reiki symbols as a particular symbol that we can use for protection. You certainly do notice a difference. Well, I do. I I certainly do notice a difference. Uh, And you get that from people as well. With everything, that kind of stuff, it's not going to do any damage if it's not going to work. So it doesn't hurt if you're doing it. And there is nothing that needs to be cleared. Have you ever walked into a place where you, you felt the temperature change? Yeah, absolutely. Coming from Europe, I've walked into a lot of places. In Austria, for example, you can go into all these churches and you go downstairs and there's all the rich people who have their coffins down there and they're buried oh, down the there. The energy mm. in those places is definitely wow. yeah. quite interesting. 
I, I love all that sort of thing. Next time I go to Europe, I want to do a bit more of that sort of going into more into churches and crypts. We went into, mm. um, when we went into Westminster Abbey, the last time we were in the UK, that was fascinating, walking yeah. around all the different, they've got statues and there's people in there as well. So, yeah, it's yeah. fascinating, fascinating. But, I mean, in Austria, some of the things they did in the old days, they were weird because they oh. were stacking all these bones from these people. So you can go downstairs under this church and there's all these stacked bones and skulls and, yeah. yeah. Isn't there, there's tunnels around the world, isn't there? There's some tunnels in yes. um, Paris. Uh, and I think wasn't that to do with the plague? Or there, and it might have been in London. Don't quote me on that. But, yeah, um, mm. yeah, all of that sort of thing. So, I've so you know, you, you can totally understand that there's some energies hanging around there. Oh, for sure. Without, yeah, completely. Yeah, completely. I, certainly, I certainly wouldn't go on one of those ghost tours there, I can tell you. No, I don't, I don't need to myself. No. Obviously, people who love to go on that sort of thing are fascinated by an experience and a feeling. I, don't, I personally don't need to go and do that sort of thing because I have my own connection. And I'd rather and, surround myself by positive energy. You don't mm. need to see things that freak me out and that scare me mm. because then you're just traumatised for the future. So I'd rather keep in my, my safe place and my safe bubble. And I really just generally am surrounded by nice things and positive energy. And I was telling you before, a friend of mine um, always talks about all these negative energies and I don't have anything of that. So I think she really attracts it because she's asking for it all the time. Oh, yes. So I don't even want to go there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So have thinking- you had freaky things happen like you did with your candle? We've seen a lot of freaky things. <laughs> you, you've seen um, freaky things? Yeah, oh, I... I- I'm actually going through a period at the moment. I must be going through another ascension realm because my vision, my peripheral vision seems to be opening up more to the unusual. Yeah. And writing down some of the stories I'm going to tell from family members, it's made me think about some things that I've had experiencing lately. In my lounge room, Mm. lately, since the weather's got really cold and We've been closing up the house. So, you know, you're sitting here in your nice little warm lounge Mm. room. I'll be be just sitting there and I may be just listening to some nice music or writing, just feeling really calm and comfortable. And there's been a few occasions lately where I've just sort of glanced over to the left of me and I'll backtrack and I've had a feeling. I've just had like an energy feeling and I've glanced over to the left of me and there's like this white presence, like I would imagine half a body sort of size it happened again the other day and about a week ago and at the first time I saw it I just sort of glanced and I thought am I seeing things is there something on with my eyes Um, Mm. but I felt really calm I always end up saying hi you know welcome it's like when a door opens all of a sudden for no reason I've grown up with my family always used to say oh it's Fred you know the, the door opening by itself would always have a name I don't know why, but that's what my parents called it. And we would always say, hi, come on, welcome. And that's what I've been doing with these little visions. And I'm starting to have them more and more. And I was talking to my daughter, eldest daughter, about it. And she was saying, mum, it could be a guardian angel. It could be your spirit guide just Mm. standing standing by you. Because I feel really calm. 
really yeah. calm and comfortable. Like the environment is, and I'm here on my own when it's happened. But, you know, so, I mean, kids often see people or they have imaginative friends and then we tell them, oh, don't be silly, that's not yeah. possible. And then they, they learn that it's wrong and then they will not talk about it anymore. And it's a real shame because there's nothing wrong with it and we know it exists just because we can't explain it, we're frightened of it. My friend in Switzerland, she, um, her cousin died when he was, I think, 20 years old. He actually lives with her and her husband because her, especially her husband, she didn't know that, but her husband is very psychic and he, yeah. he talks to animals and all sorts, and, yeah. but he never said much to her. But, yeah, so her cousin is living with them and he said, you know, he's living with them because no one else, they all ignore him. That's because no. they can't see him. So no, he's fabulous with that. them. And have all these conversations and it's yeah. just a, the most normal thing for them, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're talking about children, small, young children, like really small children up to about three or four, They and our imaginary, you know, talking about our imaginary friends. Well, they, they're untainted. They're untainted, you know. They come into this world with a plan from the other side. You know, their souls come here with a plan and it's only our impressions that we put on them like what you were referring to before that starts to push aside all of those all of those visions all of those conversations that they've had with a spirit probably but we disregard that I think spirits are around us all the time we just Mm. don't recognize it we don't see it or we call it a coincidence or, Mm. or we don't even think about it oh without a doubt I've got some stories to tell you our um our eldest daughter the one I was talking about before she's really going through a period at the moment of a lot of things happening around her she's doing a lot of work on herself as well and she's always she's always seen something seen things around her and we used to live in this house which I've referred to in past episodes it was our family home where our children grew up we were there for nearly 20 years there was always things about it you know, we would always, all of us would see like little white flashes. One of our daughters actually felt herself being touched by something and pulled in the bed one night, sort of shocked her and, and frightened her. The eldest daughter, she was the one that her bedroom, the entrance to her bedroom was the one that had the weird smell that I've spoken about before. And it wasn't there when we went looking at the house originally, but when she moved in, you'd stand in this doorway and you would smell like fishes anyway so she's had all these other experiences and she was a part of a spiritual group for a while and we would have some circles in our house I actually wasn't involved with them I would just be the hostess with the food and the drink and they said that there was a lot of spirits that were going through this house and we've often joked about the fact that this house was like a portal one night Lisa said that she was she came home from work late and she walked into the entrance and we had archways in our house and she's looked through the archway from the entrance into the lounge room and I had a, a brass hanging planter that had plants hanging off it. It was like a tree, but it was brass. And she said the bottom hanger was about a third of the way up. She glanced over and something, something made her glance over and she saw a little boy standing there and it sort of shocked her, but she looked and this boy had striped top on and he looked like he was around about 10 and she ended up she looked back and it was gone so she's gone and found me Greg was Greg happened to be working that night 
So she found me and one of our other daughters and told me told us about it. And we we're like, okay, <laughs> not really certain about that. When Greg's come home from work, he just immediately knew who it was. He said, oh, that's my, that'd have to be my old, uh, my best mate from school that I grew up with that died in a, he had a, he got hit by a car on Christmas morning. Oh, wow. First, first time he rode his bike, he got for Christmas and he rode it around the corner and a car hit him and a car was driving on the other side of the road. And this boy always wore stripe tops. He loves stripes. So Greg was like, yeah, that's my mate Ricky. Because we were started having all these different things happening. So we're then like timelining and piecing things together. Yeah, she's she's seen, Lisa's also seen white figures like like with wings. Um, yeah. I've got more, but I'm sure you've got some as well. We can come back to mine. No, that's all good. That's that's um, all good. Yeah, no, no, keep talking. Keep going. <laughs> She's uh, she works in a stately building here in Adelaide. I'm not going to say where it is, and very old, very old. There's a fair bit of energy that floats through this place, and the more and more she's delving into things with herself, the more she's feeling things. And there's one particular day she was walking down one of the corridors, and she felt this presence behind her, and, and it felt like she didn't hear anybody breathing or anything like that. She just felt it behind her. And she felt like it was a masculine energy that was behind her. So she moved herself to the side so this person could walk past. And when she looked, there was no one there. But where she was, when she looked, was right outside the men's bathroom, the men's toilets. And this building does have, has had people see spirits, see ghosts. Yeah. People but see, in the even, even, even that makes you think, how does that work? Because... You might be walking around and you just know there's someone there, mm. you know, and people say, oh, only what you can recognize with your five senses is real, but sometimes you feel someone and it's not that you feel their breath or anything. It's just this knowing. Yeah. And so how do we know that? And we turn around and there's someone there. And if there's no one there, it's probably because there's a spirit around. But I mean, it's this feeling that we have. So it's not just what we can take in with our five senses, no. what is and real. And we're not going crazy. It, there's six senses. I've been listening to some terrific stuff lately, some audiobooks, and talking about this actually, we actually have six senses. And the sixth sense is the sense, in this case, of feeling that, feeling energy. Yeah. And, under, and understanding it. She's also experienced, and this is getting crazier and crazier, <laughs> I've been to her office. I can see her office. And this one particular day, she was sitting at her desk in front of her computer and she was looking out the door and she felt this energy just come all over her from her feet all the way up her body, like she was being paralysed. She said, I just couldn't move. And then all of a sudden she had this smell and Lisa has an issue with she can't smell. She's got very blocked sinuses. Has to, um, she'll have to go and yeah. have an operation about it. But she has interesting smells pop up and she had this smell come through and she thought okay she then had a vision of somebody's life flash in front of her while she's in this state and she was there was another girl in the office with her was working with her and she told this girl something's happening to me and the other girl said yeah are you okay and 
then all of a sudden the feeling just disappeared. So yeah, she's had more experiences as well. I mean, I've started to realise, and she did too the other day, <laughs> she could she could write a small novel on some of the things that, that she's experiencing, especially mm. at, at the moment. And yeah. and some people are certainly more open to it. I think if you're if you're more spiritual awakened, you don't have to fear it and it becomes more natural to you, even with death and, and passing. It's it's just not such a bad thing anymore because you understand that it's just about going to a different life or a different place. So you don't different have realm, to be upset yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, I think when you're a bit more at ease with the idea that there is a whole lot more out there than our everyday life. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a lot easier to, to comprehend and, and it's, I find it fascinating. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Have you had any any things happen to you where sometimes they save you? You have someone that stops you from getting run over or, or some situations? I can't say I have myself personally. I have, I do know of someone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That they had a voice in their head say that keep your eyes on the road. And then this car went past them at the traffic lights and through a red light. Yes, things like that happen all the Mm -hmm. time. And I think we just don't we just don't pick up on it. Yeah, yeah. But also predictive dreams, you know, sometimes you have dreams that uh, end up becoming reality a friend of mine had that so um he had to dream about someone and then and yeah it wasn't a good thing and then this person died and it was exactly that what he had seen so that obviously freaked him wow. out yeah hey have you ever used ouija boards things like that no no they've never interested me but greg has okay i've, I've got a story about that i mean i know people do use them it used to be yeah. really popular when you know when we were when we were kids. I don't seem to hear many people talking about it these days. No, no, neither do I. No. So so you know what a Ouija board is, you know, the board with the alphabet. Yes. On it, yeah. And somebody holds their you have a group of people, they all hold hands. Somebody has their finger on like a disc or something in the in the middle that moves to the letters and they uh, a question is asked on you know who the who the spirit is. Well, Greg, before I met him, he had a big group of friends and they used to do this sort of thing and spend a lot of time together. And this one particular night, they thought, oh, we'll have some drinks and we'll play with a Ouija board. So the question was asked, you know, who who is here? And it came up, it spelt out the letter, it spelt out the name Ted. And the only, and they, and they um, nobody really knew except for one of the guys there who actually ended up being our groomsman in our wedding, he took his hands away and he goes, I'm going to pull out of this now. I know who this is. So everybody was a bit like tingly and shocked. Anyway, they the question was asked, how did you die? And this person moved the letters read, uh, spelt out, sorry, I'm getting a bit excited here. The letters spelt out the place where he died at the exact spot where he died. And what do you mean, like, like in a house or the address? Or he the died, town? he had a car accident. He had a car yeah. accident in country South Australia and the, he actually spelt out the town and exactly where it happened. And Greg's mate sitting in the background and he was the only one who knew. Nobody knew this 
brother, as it turned out to be, and it was his the mate's oldest brother. None of the guys, yeah. none of the friends knew, so nobody knew the story because they'd never grown up with him. He was so much older. But, yeah, that sort of blew them blew them away. And there was other things that came up in there about this guy's life. And our friend was sitting, his finger wasn't anywhere on the Ouija board. So Greg remembers that like as if it was yesterday. He'll never forget mm. that experience. Yeah. I mean, I think these things, and, and as they can be a bit dangerous if there's mm. um, sometimes they ask questions they shouldn't be asking. Mm. And you also never know whether there is someone that moves the letters on the board. I, I do believe that we can get messages. I mean, I don't need a board for that. Mm. But, yeah, it can obviously be a bit of a concerning thing because I remember that we had people in our class when I was young that were doing it. And then yeah. they, you know, they ask stupid questions, when mm. am I going to die and stuff like that, which... Yeah, well, that which, is silly. Which, yeah, exactly. That, that, so, is, that is silly. That's not respecting yeah. actually what it was, yeah. No. So that is that is a bit of a problem with those... Mm. And that's maybe, that's maybe why people don't even play with them anymore. I mean, you still see them occasionally at psychic fairs. Yeah. But uh, I personally have never had an interest in them. I've actually had some sort of aversion from them. When we first yeah. met, Greg said, oh, you know, we should have a seance, you know, get such and such and such and such. And I'm like, nah, don't really know if I want to do that. And he, and he said, oh, are you scared? And I said, I don't know what I feel like, but I really just don't feel mm. right. But that's, it. again, listening to your intuition, you know, if you don't feel right yeah. about it, don't do yeah. it. Yeah, and that was back in the day, you know, back when I was a teenager. Yeah, um, yeah. Have, what about smells? Have you ever picked up on, um, had a certain smell come? Yeah, yeah. I can't you, think you can of associate that. it? Yeah, not really that I can think of a story at the moment, but I certainly had smells and feeling, as you said, like a drop of temperature. And they're saying that spirits, an easy way for them to contact us is by doing things like messing with um, the radio channels or turning lights on or off. That is things that are easy to do for them or opening and closing doors. And blowing that candle out. Blowing your candles out, that's correct. <laughs> but again, I think the, the main thing is that we're not afraid of it and that we believe in the good energies and the good spirits. Mm. So we don't don't end up going down that rabbit hole. Yeah, we, there's no need to be scared. There's no need to be scared. It's quite comforting, but it's fascinating. I mean, you don't have to. They're not here to hit you over the head with a sledgehammer. Well, that's it, yeah. Um, it's always a loving presence. They just want mm. to be with you. They just want to watch over you. This house that we lived at, those people that were I said about when Lisa used to have some spirit circles, they said that the energy in the house was a very calm happy energy so not to worry when they were just there to, to watch over us and at that stage when we moved in we had um, Greg's parents live with us it was quite a large house so there were seven of us in this house so there was a lot <laughs> that the spirits could have been looking and the smell outside of Lisa's room just in the just in the doorway they worked out that it was Greg's grandfather, which was Greg's dad, who was living with us, Greg's dad's dad. And he fished, loved to fish all the time. And yeah. that's how other members have associated him. So they figured that he was there watching over Lisa. Um, she's had some other experiences recently as well. She's going through a stage of changing her name from her married name and deciding she's going to go through, uh, change her name via deed poll. She's been working out what she wants to call it. 
So she's going to, she's decided that she's going to call it our two family names, two family names. And she toyed with different names. When she decided that she's going to do this, because she's going to hyph she's going to hyphenate them, both grandfather's energies and smells popped up. As soon as she, the day she said it out loud and it felt right, their energy popped up. Mm, so it's like a confirmation. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of that's that's great. That's what you should do. So yeah, I think I think the problem is kids often experience things like that. And then we tell them that we talk about ghosts in a negative way. And that's why people are frightened of it. Mm, oh, Hollywood. Hollywood has messed with us. You know, all, all of this fear and dread and mm. violence and, yeah, that's it just messes with your head. Just it messes does, with yeah. your head. Disappointing. Yeah. But I'm, so we I'm glad we don't to, feel like that. No, we need to come from a good place and put the good vibes out there and just visualise the positive energies and then we will only just attract the positive things yeah. as well. And be grateful. You know, if you feel something, you feel good. You can't see what it is. Just be grateful for it and just speak to it. Say hello. Yeah. You know, welcome. Um, thank you for your presence. Thank you for reminding me that you're you're with me. In my animal yeah. communication course, when we when we talk start talking to animals, we do an exercise, and often animals that have passed away come through, or animals from their childhood. And because they're just so excited that finally mom can listen and mom knows how to listen. So they go, oh, this is awesome. I can get in touch with my mom finally. So it's, it's a good thing. It's a good Beautiful. thing when we open up, when we spiritually awaken and we can get to that place where we can connect with other beings and not just humans, but different souls. So it's, it's nothing yeah. to be afraid of. Great. It's great. I remember that. With I think really a good message for our listeners is to just say if something happens and you think oh what a coincidence just look again and go like hmm was that really a coincidence mm. because I don't believe that they are coincidences no I don't believe in coincidences no at all but but again no. in, in a good way just embrace it and and it's, it's a good good thing hey uh, our audio has been going a bit weird throughout this uh, podcast hopefully it hasn't Hopefully our spirits are uh, are not messing up our podcast too much. So yeah, we apologise right. if there's uh, any interruptions with your pod with your uh, listening. <laughs> Hopefully not. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, and we will catch you next time. And I'm sure we'll have another exciting subject to talk about. Okay. See you later, everyone. <laughs> See you Bye. soon. Bye. Go to our Facebook page, Awakening Soul Circle, and like us so you won't miss the next episode. Feel free to share the podcast with your friends and family as well because they might get some value out of it too. Stay tuned and we'll catch you soon.